sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Yo, yo, yo! What's going on, ladies and gents? Welcome to episode 19 of House of Hail. I'm Charlie Prue, and I'm super geeked up that you're here today. And how about this audio, huh? Crystal clear. But uh, seriously, thank you for listening to House of Hail on Apple, Spotify, iTunes. Google, and also check out the House of Hail Facebook and Instagram pages. And if you like the House of Hail Instagram page, you're going to like the House of Hail swag. And who doesn't want House of Hail swag? Everybody wants House of Hail swag. Um, how do you get House of Hail swag? Message me on either platform being Facebook or Instagram, to get your free swag bag. Um, you know what, guys? Actually, one second. Um, I want to give a shout-out to an iTunes listener. Um, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Hopefully we can get together to watch a game next season. Um. My dad listens to every episode almost as soon as I put them out. <laughs> ah, <aw. laughs> so <laughs> let's go ahead and roll into this Wisconsin game as Michigan drops another one. Big surprise, right? Oh gosh. Uh this score was absolutely donkey dung. It was 49 to 11. We didn't even show up. We didn't even show up to our own house. And guys, I've said this for probably like the last three podcasts now. <laughs> uh, Michigan has absolutely no swag on the field. I mean, right out of the gate, Michigan lost a swag battle. Not even close. And... Wisconsin sat out for two games. I mean, Wisconsin came out fired up at our house. At the big house. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess our D came out in the beginning, <laughs> as usual, got the stop to start the game, but then the very first play on offense, Milton... Mr. Interception. Boom! First play! So Wisconsin turns that into seven points, no probs. So then Wisconsin kicks off, and now we have a chance to start over, right? Fresh start for us. It's only 7 nothing, guys. Very, very early on. We can get it. Settle down. Run the offense. <laughs> so here's Michigan's plays. Play one. 
False start penalty. <laughs> Great start. Then, a run for a loss of three yards. Awesome start. Then, Milton runs for two yards. Two yards. To make it third and 16. Then, Milton throws another interception. And, in four plays, Wisconsin scores a touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Guys, on probably on offense and defense, our lines were non-existent. You saw it. We got pushed around like we were grade school kids. And everybody knows grade school kids deserve to be pushed around. Sheesh. I mean, they got pushed, both of them got pushed around at will. And listen, I just can't relive the play-by-play. I'm going through my notes, and I'm like, okay, how am I going to say this? And I can't relive the play-by-play. It's abysmal. I mean, the first half, she sucks. And, I mean, this is how it went. I mean, after Milton's second interception... (laughs) Wisconsin went on to score two more touchdowns before the first quarter was over. It was 21 to nothing. Seriously, did anyone have any hope? <laughs> first quarter. I, I mean, I did. I mean, 21 nothing first quarter. That's early. And listen to this, guys. I'm going to take a drink of water right here. <sighs> Thank you. But before halftime... Michigan had a great chance to score, right? Um, It was first down from the Wisconsin nine-yard line. In four, I'm not going to swear, in four effing plays, Michigan couldn't punch that Emmer effer in. Are you kidding me? In four plays from the nine-frickin'-yard line, Michigan versus Wisconsin, Michigan couldn't punch that in. Um, so going into half, <laughs> it's 28 nothing Wisconsin. It was almost like after the first quarter they knew it, and it was like a mercy for them to just put 28 on us at half. And, you know, honestly, <laughs> after uh, thinking about it, I, I probably should have started the podcast, this podcast here from the third quarter because I'm sure a lot of you turned off this embarrassing game at halftime. I mean, you can't be blamed. I wouldn't call you any less of a fan. That's, it was disgusting. Um. But did I turn it off? Nope. Not me. I powered through. I guess I like punishment. <laughs> it was rough though. I'm telling. And I and I already don't like late games. So I don't know. Uh, the third quarter sucked too. <laughs> so You didn't miss anything. I mean, I guess we did manage to score a field goal and a touchdown and a two-point conversion, which was pretty damn exciting. I in no way thought we were on a comeback streak at that point, though. 
Um, but here's my question. Why did it take so damn long to pull Joe Milton out of the game? I mean, I feel like if you didn't pull him out at halftime, like you should not have started the third quarter with him at quarterback and maybe even in the second quarter. Um, but Michigan put Cade McNamara in with 440 left in the third quarter. So at the tail end of the third quarter. So what's Cade do? In a minute 45, he completes three passes for the only Michigan touchdown and two-point conversion. Um, and I'll go over the stats in a minute, but I mean that before I even go any further, that catch, that touchdown catch was, damn, damn, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> we need more of that around, right? But uh, let me, I'll go over the stats in a minute, but let me f- finish off this debacle of a game so I just keep my notes straight. <laughs> the fourth quarter. Yeah, boy. Wisconsin did whatever they wanted to do. Basically the entire game. But in the fourth, they went ahead and scored one more touchdown. Basically because Michigan just couldn't. We couldn't stop them. I mean, we just couldn't. It's not like they did any grand plays. We just couldn't stop them. Too much time, not enough talent. Um, Wisconsin ran and threw all over us. For a crazy <laughs> worst home loss in 85 years, 49 to 11. And worst start since before Bo Schimbeckler took over. Our worst start was 1967, before two years before Bo took over. And here we are, how history repeats itself. So, what now? What do we do now? Drop me a line on House of Hale Facebook page. Listen though, House of Hale has inside breaking news. Da 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 da. A good source at the University of Michigan says Harbaugh will have a contract extension announced at the end of the season, and goes on to say, the only way he won't be the coach is if he wants to leave. And all signs say he loves it here. So, I get it. Do you guys like that? I'll bet you it's 50-50. Let me know different. And before we get into that, let me just go over these dismal stats the Wisconsin game in House of Hail depression mode. <laughs> All right. Well, first, the heart of our D-line was out. So I, I get that. I fully get that. But Michigan, we ex- as a fan and alum, nigh base, <clears throat> excuse me, we expect so much out of our school and teams that we should be, we want them at an elite level. We should be at a level right now. Right now at this point, we should be at a level where it's next man up and they're elite. 
just like Ohio, and we're not. And okay, let's take it one by let's one by one, right? Let's start with let's say rushing. Um, Wisconsin as a team, right? Uh, they had 51 carries for 341 yards, compared to Michigan's 19 carries for 47 yards. 47 yards. Charbonnet actually led the way with 21 yards, followed by Milton. <sighs> Guys, you already know how I feel about a quarterback uh, being a leading rusher on the team. Not good. Not good at all. I don't feel good about that. Um, let's talk about quarterback play for a minute. Milton. He was 9 of 19 with 98 yards. He played two and, over two and a half quarters, two and three quarters quarters. Um, Cade McNamara came in and played a quarter and a half. Um, he was 4 of 7 for 74 yards and one touchdown, zero interceptions. Now on the other side, Wisconsin's quarterback, Mertz, he was 12 of 22 for 127 yards and two touchdowns. So he didn't light us up, uh, but he made it count. 127 yards, two touchdowns. He made those little bit of yards count. We, I mean, we, we couldn't do that. <laughs> so, okay, now that we're finally talking about quarterbacks, hmm. Let me go off for a minute. <laughs> I have to get a drink of water before I go off for a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Joseph Milton. Guys, he, seriously, he has not evolved <laughs> the way we were led down the brimrose path to believe. Um, he's just leading us down the brimrose path. Uh, the proof's in the pudding. Tell me I'm wrong, please. I don't see it. I wanted to see it. I wanted to be his biggest fan. I really think um, McCaffrey should have stayed. He's at school right now. He's at Michigan right now. He just opted out of playing football. Remember his, uh, Milton's first year, though? Everyone was saying, oh, he's got a cannon. He just needs to learn control, and that's what he's doing. That's what Harbaugh's doing. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Guys, we have the same gripes on him now as we did then. Nothing's changed. Milton has not learned touch. I mean, I'm not saying he hasn't dropped in a couple decent passes. He has. I'll give him that. A couple decent passes. Um, why are you throwing cannons when the guy's five yards in front of you? Who, who needs that? That's not touch. Um, but he hasn't learned it. He, uh, accuracy? So it's, I, I did break it down. Here's a note right here. Um, three, three things he has not learned. Accuracy. Uh, touch, which I you could say it's the same, but it sort of goes hand in hand. I get it. And game management. 
he still only looks to one person. Like, he has it set in his mind who he's going to throw the ball to. He does not, there's no way you can tell me he scans four positions, let alone five. But four, three, four positions, he can't do it. I don't see him doing it. Um, now, as a Joe Milton fan early on, I, I, you know, I got sucked into the hype and believed the hype, and you got to trust in your coaches, but here we go. <laughs> I say give Cade McNamara a shot now. And guys, he's no slouch now. He holds the uh, Nevada state record for passing yards. It's something over 12,000 yards. It's like 12,800 and something yards. So he knows how to pass. And I'm guessing that he knows how to look at different outlets. You don't get over almost... uh, 12,100 yards almost and just stare down one receiver with every snap. It doesn't happen that way. And seriously, at this point, what is there to lose? Hook it up. Do it. And and every good quarterback needs their receivers, right? Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell has separated himself from everyone. That's your leader, guys. That's him. But as a group, uh, in this game, Michigan had uh, 13, 13 receptions for 172 yards compared to Wisconsin having 12 receptions for 127 yards. Like I said, they didn't really light us up, but they made them count. We didn't make shit count. Uh, and guys, defensively, <laughs> Wisconsin had five tackles for loss. Michigan had two. Two's not good enough. We're in, I don't know if you got, we're in the Big Ten. You can't have two tackles for loss per game. That's, that's ignorant. That's go back to the drawing board stuff. Um, our D-line? Was dominated, guys. Totally dominated. And I know who we're missing. I get it. But I don't have that as an excuse because we have to we have to put ourselves we have to put ourselves at the next level. And we cannot do that with excuses. It can't be done. So we have to get our head out of our ass and move on with that. They're out. Next man up, no excuses. That's your job. Even though our D-line was dominated, our our O-line was dominated. (laughs) It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It's not a pretty thing to say. And look, this isn't to say there wasn't any bright spots. Uh, Let's be fair. So let's talk about two, (laughs) two bright spots. You already know I'm impressed with Cade McNamara. I've said it all along, I believe so far to the point of where I've been actively trying to not say his name. (laughs) 
because <laughs> I was all on McCaffrey. Then I was all on Milton, and oh my God, I'm not jumping on the Cade McNamara band, <laughs> and I can't do that. Um, my scores have already, my hunches, the House of Hale hunches have already been outlandish at times. So <laughs> I have a lot of redemption to make up to you guys, and I will, I will. Give me a shot. Just give me a shot. But um, seriously, why not make the switch to Cade? His throws looked way more catchable. Like, that's touch, guys. He, he had it. <laughs> Who gives a shit if he can't throw it 90 yards? I don't care about that. I never cared about that. I never. When has that ever worked out? When does that truly, when is that your go-to play when the quarterback just bombs it like, you know, 70, 80, 90 yards? Who can even do it that far, really? But, but very few, but if they could. When's that ever your go-to play? When's that your, yup, that's our bread and butter? Like, never. That is never your bread and butter. That is a broken play. That never happens. So why do you give a shit that he has a rocket for an arm, that he can put a hole through a wall with a football? I don't care about any of that. Um. So, yeah, Cade, yeah, his throw. I would rather catch Cade's balls, footballs, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I would rather catch Cade's footballs. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, moving on. <laughs> the other bright spot <laughs> was that unbelievable catch by Sandra still for the only touchdown. That was, I'm telling you guys, that was one of the greatest catches and throws in Michigan history. I'm not even bullshitting in Michigan history. That catch was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Real quick, didn't see anything from Bench Mason this game. Something's going on. Something's weird in our front, like in our blocking schemes, and something's not clicking with these guys. Anyway. What else do I have? Catches. I have, yeah, so. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I know I dog him out all the time. That catch by Eubanks to set up the touchdown, the unbelievable, one of the greatest catches in Michigan history. I guarantee it will go down as one of them by Sander still. Um, the Eubanks catch to set that up, that was really good. I was... Totally shocked when he caught it. Very happy and appreciative. Thank you, uh, Nick Eubanks, for catching that. <laughs> that was good, though. He caught it right at the sideline. He even got both feet in. Like He's such a big target. I, we have such high hopes for him, and he just never panned out. And I don't like to say college kids suck. And I know I have, and... I listen back and I'm like, ah, I wish I wouldn't have said that. But I mean, he should be better. Is that better? <laughs> Is that more PC? He should be better. <laughs> um, but yeah, that catch was really good. It was like the only bright spot in his season. He can hang his one highlight film off that. But 
he actually caught it, so good for him. <laughs> so there was a couple bright spots, but not many. And listen, like I said last week, you can't win when the time of possession is Wisconsin 40 minutes, 15 seconds, and Michigan 19 minutes, 45 seconds. You cannot win a football game that way. I don't care if you're scoring in that 19 minutes. You can't win a football game that way. I don't know what happened. We went. We must have just played a really shitty, uh, obviously we did, Minnesota and uh, Michigan State. It was kind of equal in the time. We dominated the time in the Minnesota game. It was kind of equal in the state game. I don't know, and we still lost. So you'll never compete. With any conference, let alone the Big Ten, with a time of possession that way, and these kind of stats. So, let's say for argument's sake, okay? How, um, House of Hale. Hey, House of Hale. Let's say Harbaugh stays. Okay. Let's just, let's just say he does. Well, I think Don Brown... Love the guy, and I I do love Don Brown. I love his fire and his want to win and his professionalism. I love the guy. He's awesome. I love his everydayness. <laughs> but he might need to move on before Harbaugh goes. I mean, I understand, but that leads to steps to getting rid of Harbaugh if that's what you want. You gotta ex- exhaust all options. Um, that's option one, right there. Um, Don, Don Brown's his style of D's been exposed in like every big game, every rivalry, time and time again. Our record sucks, and honestly, right, it's spilling in over <laughs> into every game now. Not even rivalry, just every game. Um, Another coaching change, guys, which... You know I bagged on the tight ends for a long time. The whole boat, the full boat, I've dogged on our tight ends. Uh, How about we dog on... Instead of the tight ends, the tight ends coach. Coach Moore. His name's Moore, uh, Sharon Moore. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> He's in his third season, and um, <clears throat> I think our tight ends are actually getting worse. Prove to me in any stat that they're getting better because they are, at this point, non-existent. I don't care that Eubanks caught that one pass that one time in that one game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're, we we got to be done with that shit. We got to be done with that. We need results now. We can't hang our hats anymore as a fan base and an alumni base that that's acceptable in any way. And how about... Mr. Surehands himself, Eric All. Boy, oh boy, I tell you, uh, for being 
self-proclaimed sure-handed. Do you guys remember that? Uh, when he did that interview after the Minnesota game when he dropped the ball and then they went right back to him and he caught it and they made such a big deal about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm so sure-handed. I was hoping they'd go back to me. Yeah, okay, then you're self-proclaimed sure-handed. You suck. Sorry, you don't suck. You are really struggling to catch shit right now. <laughs> um, so you're telling me that these two tight ends are the best we have to put on the field. That's the best we have. And if that's true, then they aren't developed properly at that position. And that's coaching. So bye-bye, Coach Moore. Tight ends, tight ends coach, pack up. Um... Listen, how about, I'll even give an example. This is who you hire to replace him. Uh, Tim Brewster, hire this dude away from Florida. He's a great coach. He's, hire him away. Boom. There you go. Um, we're in serious trouble, guys, because on House of Hail, I cannot stand picking against Michigan. That killed me to pick Wisconsin last week in my hunch. That hurts. That hurts. I didn't start doing a podcast to pick against my against my favorite team. But uh, <laughs> now, what once looked like an easy game coming up here Saturday maybe isn't as Michigan travels to Rutgers on Saturday night for another goddamn night game. God, I dislike night games. I really do. Unless you're there, you're unless you're attending or you're at like a bar, like a sports bar, then night games are sweet. But man, it kind of sucks with COVID. Like. Rather our games be at twelve. But um so listen guys, this isn't gonna be a gimme game. So Ruggers is gonna play hungry. <laughs> the, I praise them when they beat Michigan State, if you remember. And uh having just come off a loss, they would like nothing more than to continue, you know, making an example of leaving off where everyone else has done with Michigan, making an example of us. So, bottom line, both teams are one and three, and, the oh, my God, it's unbelievable, you guys. I, I looked up the stats. I did a stat comparison for these teams, and it's, it's truly unbelievable. They're literally within point. 1.3 stat points of each other in every freaking category. I'm not kidding you. Um, both teams are 1-3. and three. Both are at 26 points per game on average. Like I said, very <laughs> almost no difference. Not worth mentioning. And 
both teams allow 34 points a game on average, so they both suck. Um, guys, I could go on and on. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's amazing. They're equal. Every stat is equal in every category. But Rutgers was killed by Indiana and Ohio. Understandable. Two great teams right now. But their last game was against Illinois, and Illinois is not great. Illinois is not great. <laughs> Rutgers, but Rutgers lost 23-20. to Illinois pulled it out. They needed that win, too. But uh, Rutgers needed it more. <laughs> I don't know. Illinois needed that win back. <laughs> but uh, listen, here's the thing. Rutgers quarterback, Vedral. Vedral, Vedral. Let's call him Vedral. Um, I don't think he's going to throw all over Michigan like other teams have. You know, like Milton, Vedral's very inaccurate. But knowing everyone knowing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that our corners are so freaking vulnerable, um, they may want to take a few shots. <laughs> it's probably not a bad idea. Um, and look, credit where credit's due. I did, listen, I did think Vincent Gray played a better game at corner. I will say that. He played a better game. I was glad to see maybe his confidence is not 100% shot. Um, But he still got burned. I mean, still got a penalty. Actually, I don't know if that was him or not. But anyway, we still had pass interference penalties. So, I, but I fully expect Rutgers to try and burn Gray why wouldn't they? I mean, the bottom line is this is going to be a battle of the non-Titans. <laughs> like I said before, I don't think Rutgers will pass all over us. And actually do see uh, a Michigan victory against Rutgers, even though we're at Rutgers. The House of Hale Hunch is 27-20 Michigan. It will be a tight game. It, it will be a tight game. Uh, I personally am hoping Cade McNamara gets the start. We've got nothing to lose. If it goes bad, put Joe back in. Fine. Uh, and it might just be a good thing, right? It might be a change. Like, we're pleasantly surprised. But I don't think we should be surprised because he's... He sets records are there for a reason, and he holds one in his home state, and that's nothing to shake a stick at. So he's all over the map looking for his outlets. That's great. <laughs> Let's assume that, okay? But our offense has got to control the time of possession. We have got to. And look, here's my idea for the long-term effect. I don't know that you can get rid of Don Brown this season. I just don't know what you would do in replacement, and it's a, it's an asterisk season. You might as well ride them out. You respect them that much. The season's over. Uh, but listen, it, inevitably, here it is. 
my idea. House of Hail. Bye-bye, Don Brown. <laughs> Love you, but bye-bye. You got to go. Hire Jeff Halfley away from Boston. Defensive coordinator for Boston. Boston hired him away from Ohio. Once we have Jeff Halfley running things on defense, we can get back to recruiting the Ohio area again. We need to start recruiting the Ohio area again. That's what Bo and Lloyd did. And honestly, guys, wouldn't you say that's our, I mean, those were our glory days. Mm. Michigan has heavily, under Don Brown and Jim Harbaugh, recruited the East Coast, New England area. And I don't know, it it just doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> so the things that aren't working are the O and D lines, corners, passing game, um, running game. And guys, I, I gotta get it. I got this big highlight <laughs> in my notes. I wrote it real big. Um, I'm gonna start getting fired up. Here we go. Dax Hill. <sighs> Dax Hill, you are a god dang five star. Get rocking. You need to get up and play. Great players make things happen. Do it. Make, no interceptions. Get it done. And easy games, guys, are off the schedule. We have no easy games. None. Scratch everything that I said in earlier podcasts. Every game's we're going to be an underdog. If they say we're not an underdog, it's a, it's a damn lie. We're an underdog. So... We need to play with a chip on our shoulder. Who? What team do we know that does that? Hmm. I don't know. But easy games are done. Uh, all we can look for from here on out, guys, this is going to sound so bad, is improvement in basically everything. Basically everything. Uh, right now, this Michigan team has no leadership and no swag at all. And I've been saying it for Every game, we have no swag. Every team has swag. Every elite team, even every good team, has swag. We have none. Slump shoulders, head down, slow. Look, this team needs to stand up, lift your head up, square your shoulders, and have swag about dominating your individual position. Take pride in your job and take pride in playing football for the greatest university in the world. So it's time to wake up, wipe the crust from your eyes, and prove you are a Michigan man. Get on it! Now, that's one hell of a pep talk. <laughs> Sponsored by House of Hail. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Can I get a drink, drink? 
Yes, I can. It's my podcast. Here we go. Mm. Um, let's carry that momentum. Yes. <laughs> let's roll this into a win at Rutgers on Saturday night. <laughs> so, with that being said, that's a perfect place to leave off, actually. Um, wait, 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 wait. One more thing. Penn State being winless. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so at least we have that going for us. It's not just us, right, guys? It's not just us. Um, <laughs> I love it. Let me check. <laughs> that's, a, that's all I have, guys. Let me check. One more thing. Um, oh, I have a couple more things, actually. Uh, Notre Dame, their bullshit wins. Just because I wanted to call out Notre Dame for having bullshit wins, I can't stand Notre Dame. Boo to them. Boo, Notre Dame. Boo, Notre Dame. Boo. Also, um, can you guys message me on either platform, Instagram or Facebook at House of Hale? Let me know if you think after football, I will not touch this till football until uh, Michigan football is done. I will not touch this, but do you think I should do continue on with a basketball podcast? Or do you think I should just leave it at football, take like a three or four month hiatus, and then jump back into football in the spring? Let me know. Um, that is the last note I have. So, all right, guys. Uh, let's see. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and like. And one more thing. Share with your buddies. House of Hail on your favorite platform. You know what they are. Apple, Google, Spotify, um, iTunes. Um, I don't know them all. You know them all. And get your swag bag. Get your swag bag, guys. Get them. Get them while they're hot. I'm all fresh, fresh new stock coming at you. Um, ran out for a minute. All stocked up again. Get If you already got a bag and you want another bag, get another bag. Simple as that. And after you get that bag, you can get another bag. And if you want two bags, message me you want two bags. I'll just double the content in your swag bag. <laughs> But get at me at House of Hail Facebook page and House of Hail Instagram page. That's it. That's it. We did it. So on to barely beat Rutgers. <laughs> no, on to a blowout at Rutgers. That's what we're praying for, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks again. Thanks. Thanks for listening to House of Hail, where those who stay will. Be champions. Go Blue!